0: Welcome to the Piece of Cake Podcast. I'm Emily.
1: And I'm Brienne, And we're here to make your wedding planning a piece piece of cake. cake. Who are we? Just a couple of best friends who are passionate about weddings and all the little details along the way. We've been brides and bridesmaids, day of coordinators, and party planners. We're
0: accountants by day. And wedding enthusiasts by night. We'll use our experience and attention to detail to help you plan your special day. We know this is a really exciting time in your life but the logistics can be stressful. That's where we come in. Tune in with us every week and your wedding will be a piece piece of of cake. Hey everyone. We hope by now
1: you've listened to our stationary episode. If you haven't, head on back to season
0: one and give it a listen because in that episode we've talked all about save the dates and invitations and thank you cards. But now we're going to take it a little bit further and go into all of those other stationery related products mm-hmm. and signage at the wedding. So at a wedding, signage is not really a necessity, mm-hmm. but most weddings do have some sort of signage and. It can be super decorative and help you personalize your wedding. And also, it can be very helpful and informative. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's, like,
1: two reasons to be considering this. One is you love decorating and you want to make all these fun signs that go with your theme and are super pretty. Or two, you have things to tell your guests and you need to write them
0: down somewhere. Yep. <laughs> so you can basically have... No signage if you think it's just simple and people will understand everything at your wedding and (laughs) you don't need a lot of extra decoration. Or you can have literally every sign that we're about to tell you about plus more (laughs) and you can personalize it all. So, hey, overachievers out there, (laughs) this episode's for you. Yep, you do you. (laughs) And when it comes to making your signs or picking out your signs, it can, again, Run the whole gamut. It can basically <laughs> be free if you DIY it. This is a great category for those DIYers out there. So you can basically do it for free or next to nothing in cost. Or you can go all out and be on the more expensive side and get full custom sets of mm-hmm. signs or the really fancy ones or order an Etsy or whatever. Yes.
1: Etsy is going to be a really great tool, especially for things like this. Mm-hmm.
0: And then one caveat to this is a lot of the signs we're talking about right now are paper products or kind of like custom printed things. But you can also on some of these get more more generic versions that aren't necessarily customized and that are made out of wood or other products that are not specifically paper and more on the decor side. And we'll kind of touch again on those in our another episode. But on things like that, you may be able
1: to rent them or borrow them if they're not customized to your wedding.
0: So we're going to start with some of the more informational signs that you can have. And the first one you'll come across at a wedding is the welcome sign. The welcome sign can be very informational, (laughs) or it can simply
1: just say welcome and be cute and fun. So it might just say welcome, or you can add more details like the bride and groom's name, the venue, the date, the things like that.
0: Yep, and this is typically the larger sign, so people know where to enter the venue. That's kind of usually what the welcome sign is for. Mm-hmm. Obviously welcoming people, but it's kind of an indicator of the door they're supposed to use to come in and that sort of thing. And one thing to keep in mind for all of these signs is what you're actually going to use to hang up the sign. So a lot of times you'll use something like an easel or a stand to make your sign stand out. Yes. This is something that can be
1: overlooked in your wedding planning. You're like, great, I have this sign printed or whatever, but then you get to the venue on the day of and you're like, "Uh uh-oh, where do I actually put this or set this or how do I make it stand
0: up? Yep. So good thing to ask your venue about. A lot of times they have things like this, but Mm -hmm. just make sure you ask ahead of time. And that'll
1: kind of be a theme throughout this episode. You'll want to think about this for all of the different signage and paper things that we're going to be talking through.
0: Another informational sign is a directional sign. And a lot of weddings, people make a sign that has cute arrows or Mm -hmm. things so people can point the way to the ceremony or the reception site if they're in slightly different locations at Mm -hmm. the same venue, just to help guests find their way around easier. And this is both decoration, but also useful, helpful information for guests. Mm -hmm.
1: I feel like sometimes these are just cutesy and sometimes these are actually needed if the venue has things that are far away or maybe even they have like different rooms that you could be renting and you need to know which one the wedding's actually in or something like that.
0: Another one along the same lines is a timeline sign. Uh, basically, you're like, oh, five o'clock ceremony, six mm-hmm. o'clock drinking or dancing, and yeah. seven o'clock dinner, just as like a fun timeline kind of sign. This one is also more cutesy than necessary. And we also have a caveat on this one. Just this is more of our day of coordinator hat coming on <laughs> is that the timeline at your wedding is very fluid. And so if you're going to advertise the actual times of these events, people will be expecting them to happen at these times. (laughs) And that's not always the case. So if you're going to say, oh, the cake's going to get cut at eight o'clock, people are going to be expecting cake at eight o'clock. And if you're running behind schedule, then (laughs) people might get antsy. So yeah, so don't make
1: one of these signs just because you think they're cute, but not think through the ramifications of it. (laughs) Yeah. So either make it more vague or you could just skip this one altogether. (laughs) Next. In general, you might want to have signs that kind of say what different things are and what to be doing with them. So for example, you might have a sign next to your guest book and it might simply say guest book or it might have directions on
0: please sign this and put this here. And same with a sign for your gift table, your cards. Mm-hmm. Also favors, have a sign for that. Favors can be a little more complicated. We're going to have an episode on those too. But if you want people to take your favors or do something with them, make sure you have directions on them because a lot of times people kind of forget to take the favors if you don't have them on the tables. Yes. So make sure you have a sign for those. And depending on what your
1: favor is, you might want them to take it early on or take it later. So if it's a blanket or something that people might need because it's going to be cold later, make sure it says grab this and bring it to the ceremony or something like that.
0: If you have any reserved seats or reserved tables, Mm -hmm. make sure you have signs for that. Put them in the right spots.
1: Mm -hmm. If you have a wedding hashtag, you might want to make a cute sign to advertise that. A lot of people come up with a wedding hashtag, but then don't Advertise it so nobody uses it. So if you want people to use your hashtag, put it up in a cute
0: little sign. Yeah, and maybe a few signs. Like put it a few different places so people can see it and
1: use it. And maybe strategic places where people might be taking photos. Yeah. Speaking
0: of photos, (laughs) if you have things like a photo booth or any other entertainment or extra things like yard games or anything like that, have signs for those to either direct people to them or how to use them or anything like that. Basically, if you have things you want people to do, make a sign for them because otherwise people at weddings don't just assume they should do things Mm -hmm. or they don't go out of their way to try things or find things. So you need to make it very clear what you want people to do with signs because you're not there to tell them. Definitely. You are busy.
1: (laughs) And kind of on that note, something that Emily and I had a ton of fun doing with our wedding signs is making them into cute little poems or sayings or rhymes. So if you have a sign that is explaining a process, but you want to make it cute and fun, like, I don't know, I like to throw in a poem that says, roses are red, violets are blue. Please grab a blanket and be cozy too. Whatever, that's maybe a lame example (laughs) like,
0: No, that was good. That was off the top of your head. That was good.
1: I did do that. I did that one off the top of my head. But anyways, you can take a longer time to figure out a really nice poem. Also, you totally don't have to do that at all. But again, overachievers, if you're looking for something extra cute (laughs) and fun to do, you can personalize your signs with things like that. Another fun thing I did with my signs is doing them more of a DIY style. And there are so many different routes you can go here and so many different fun things to do. But for example, for my signs, I bought a bunch of picture frames and then I took the glass out of them and spray-painted the glass with chalkboard paint, turning them into chalkboards. I liked this option specifically for my wedding because chalkboards are very rustic, the pre-made ones that you buy, and those didn't fit my vibe, so I bought picture frames that fit my vibe and then made them chalkboards and then wrote on those for all my signs. But in general... Having picture frames for your signage is just really helpful. Back to the easel discussion we were having earlier, you have to be able to set your signs up somehow. So frames are a really good option. Yep. You can also buy, I guess they're like miniature easels, but you know, Mm -hmm. little holders that you can set up.
0: Yeah, they're like picture stands. Mm -hmm. And then for your ceremony, some of the printed things they'll have might be ceremony programs. And again... These are something that a lot of people think are very customary, but they're really not necessary. Mm -hmm. We both had them at our weddings, but also decided they weren't really necessary after the fact. Yeah, yeah. I kind of went out of my way and turned mine into fans. So like if it was hot outside, even though it wasn't, you could fan yourself with them. (laughs) One useful thing with my ceremony programs
1: is we had some children in my family that we wanted to involve with the wedding and needed to find a a job or something they could help with. And so I had them hand out the programs so they at least served that purpose. Uh, Yep, that is helpful. But yeah, I I don't know how many people read them. Potentially they're more helpful if you have a really long ceremony and people want to know the different parts of it. Or if you have a lot of different people speaking and you want people to be able to read who they are.
0: Or anything you want people to, like, follow along with or something that you can print in them. And then other signs for a ceremony are things like there's kind of a new trendy thing to have an unplugged ceremony. Yes, big fan. So basically that means that you're asking people not to have their phones out or their own cameras out taking photos during your ceremony. And there's a lot of different cutesy sayings and signs if you look them up online on how to Mm -hmm. ask people to have an unplug ceremony. But you can have a sign up that says that and just ask people to put their own phones away and basically says, you have a professional photographer, please don't take your own photos. And then there's also a sign that's basically like, pick a seat, not a side. We're all family once the knot is tied. Yeah, there's a million ways to say that one, too. We did that at our wedding just so that no one was concerned about what's the bride side, what's mm-hmm. the groom side, how do we know which side to sit on, and it's also a good idea if you don't really care. Also, if no one side of the family has a lot yes. more people invited, then it's kind of better just so it's not awkward if there's only, like, 10 people on one side <laughs> and 100 on the other. Yes. It's just a lot better balance for the ceremony, so that's a good idea, and it, just, it really doesn't matter what side people sit on in general, no. so... It's just a nice idea to just put the sign up because then people are not trying to figure out where they should sit and it's just less awkward for the guests. Right.
1: I feel like you should go one of two routes. Have a sign that says it doesn't matter and it doesn't matter or have ushers that are literally showing people the right sides and where it matters.
0: Right. So that's a helpful sign too. And again, you can look up a bunch of ideas on the saying because there's lots of cute sayings. The next helpful signage is related to seating charts, and there's a couple ways to do this. You could either have escort cards or place cards to help people find their seats, or you can do one big seating chart and have that printed out on one big sign. And side note, we're
1: very passionate about seating charts, so we're going to do a whole episode where we dig in more to those later. Yep. Okay, the next category of signage is probably my favorite. That's food-related signs. One important thing that you could do is have signs that say the menu for dinner. And you can go about this two different main ways. You can have menu cards on the tables, and usually you'd have one on each person's place setting, or you can have a menu sign up where your dinner is being served, like at the front of the buffet. And so this will vary with which type of meal setting you decide on. If you haven't listened to our food episode, go back and we detail all the pros and cons and how to make that decision. So just have this decision kind of follow suit with whatever you decide there.
0: Yeah. And if you're going with one of the other slightly different options, like food stations, Mm -hmm. then you'd have to have signs at each of the food stations, a mini menu at each food station instead. You'll have to have a menu at your bar or whatever beverages you're serving.
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, if you have a full-on open bar with everything and nothing specific then that's cool but if you have a pared down menu or if you have extra fun things that you want to advertise the signature cocktail yes
0: this is my favorite thing (laughs) if you have a dessert bar or even just a couple different desserts besides just your typical wedding cake you can make fun signs to tell everyone what you have Mm -hmm. what flavors and you can have
1: Signs that say, like, this one has nuts in it or things yeah. like that. That's helpful, too.
0: And then this one's kind of random, but there's also you can do custom paper napkins. This is especially a thing for a cocktail hour mm. or, like, bar napkins. And then a few other things that we sort of touched on, but your guest book you'll have a sign for, but also the guest book itself is something you'll usually get customized But there's a ton of options for this, so we're going to do a full episode on that. Mm -hmm. Um, Table numbers, there's a million options for, so we're going to do a full (laughs) episode on that as well. And then favors, we're going to do an episode on that because there's so many things to talk about. Yes.
1: So there's like signage that goes with all of those, but then so much more we want to dig into, so we have to stop ourselves for today. And that will wrap up this episode and bring us to our three key ingredients that will make your signage a piece of cake. Number one, if you have things you want people to do, you have to make a sign. Number two, have fun with your signs if you want and customize them
0: to your liking. Number three, signage is a good area for DIY, so be creative.
1: If you enjoyed listening to us and feel like you actually got some good takeaways and tangible tips for your wedding planning, please,
0: please, please go rate us, review us, share us with your friends. You can also find us on Instagram at pieceofcake.planning or you can email us at pieceofcakepodcast at outlook.com.
1: So tune in with us each week and your wedding planning will be a piece Piece of
0: cake. cake.